Welcome to Arise Life, a community of believers being equipped, empowered, and released into their destiny. For more information, go to arisealife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I've got something really burning on my heart, and I am firmly convinced that this is essential in any season, but it's the matter of life and death in this season. And if we don't get this, A, we won't come into what God has for us individually or corporately, but we'll also not get through in what what we're about to go through. If you guys got Bibles, win points with me. I'm not saying I'm prejudiced, but... mm. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, you win points with me. I don't know where you can redeem those. Maybe you'll have a Chuck E. Cheese counter. Um, but uh, if you got, uh, open up to the book of Hebrews, chapter 5. Hey, see, we're on. See, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. Try not to read the Bible. Okay, it messes me up. All right, okay. So open up. Let's go to. Um, uh, verse uh, 11. We have much to say about this, all this incredible deep wisdom and revelation and glory. He said, but it's hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. No longer try to understand. L- let me say this. Anybody have emotions? You don't try to understand your emotions. They just do it for you. Do you know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, I know what's going on. Oh, I know. I know. Right? That's not trying to understand. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. A baby gets milk because A, they're not able to do what, there's a couple things they're not able to do. They're not able to chew, very important. They can't break up the food for themselves, right? They can't, they they need it like in the most basic form. What else? Digest. They, They literally don't have, they haven't built up the ability to break down more complex foods. What else? I would put it this, they don't know how to figure out the difference between meat and bones, right? Anybody had a toddler? Everything goes in the mouth. (laughs) You're like, that's not food. Okay. That anybody, you know what I'm talking about? There's, there's this thing is they don't have the ability to discern between good and bad and even just good and not edible, (laughs) right? They just, they don't. And so they need someone to break it down for them. And therefore they have incredibly limited options. And the only way they get fed is how? Somebody else. Many of us have been raised in church cultures where you, how to keep this not graphic, how every Sunday you come to church and they give you a bottle. Or we're living off podcast bottles. Don't hurt me. Some of y'all touch not the podcast of God. Uh, 
you know, Masha said it, our heart is to equip, empower, and release you. That doesn't happen when we're the ones providing milk. See, eventually as a parent, you want to teach your child to figure out what are good food choices. Anybody have struggle in that area? <laughs> okay, no, Coke is not a food group. Um, no, no, uh, no. I know after Halloween, anybody, you're like, oh, I have all, I, I'm only eating greens. Like gummy bears and, you know, right? Like this is, no, but the ability to make good, not just non fatal food choices, but good food choices, right? Like this is the point of parenting is to raise up your child to be able to make powerful choices for themselves. But if you're still on milk, that means somebody else is making those choices for you. And many of us have been trained that we can't be trusted. In fact, uh, the Catholic Church for years, part of the reason they didn't want to translate the scriptures into the vernacular was they were afraid what would happen if the people got hold of scriptures. Like they might start sacrificing goats or something. I don't know. There were certain books in the Old Testament that, <clears throat> that people went to prison for translating those, but that was another issue. Um, because they couldn't, didn't believe they could be trusted with the truth. Anybody here found out things way too late, late about life? Because nobody trusted you with the truth. You're like, I would have done so much better. I would have made such better choices if people explained this is how life works. Moving on. You need milk, not solid food. 13. Anyone who lives on milk, still being an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. Huh? Huh? I thought that was the milk. They're not acquainted with. In other words, they don't recognize, they don't know. What does that mean? Righteousness is right relationship with God through which right behavior is the automatic result because it's empowered by the power of God. If I plug a light, uh, a lamp into a light socket, it has right relationship with the power grid. What is the result? Light, right? It's not, it's not sitting there going, shine, shine shine. Is it working? Right? There's an automatic result. Right relationship with God through whom? Jesus Christ. Through his death on the cross, we are in Christ and, he, and we have the fullness of God, Colossians 2 tells us, inside of us. Right? There's some, I mean, the God of the universe, the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, the spirit of the living God is inside of us to empower us to do what God has called us to do. Right connection, right relationship, right power. Right? And so out of this, he's saying, you don't understand. And, and Peter puts another way. His divine power has given us what? Everything. That's rather all-inclusive. That we need for what? Life. Life's pretty all-inclusive. And godliness, being like God in this life. Everything through what? Through the knowledge of him, through knowing him. The plug knows the power grid. The power is automatic. But solid food is for the mature. Why? Because babies are going to choke on it. who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish between good and evil. Okay. 
through constant use, they've trained. Now, I have a question. If I want to train my child, um, think of something that won't give people bad ideas. Um, <laughs> no, if I want to train my child to recognize what balance on a bike feels like so they can ride a bike, right? You have to know balance. If you don't know balance and you're on a bike, what's going to happen? So the, do you remember that when you were learning to ride a bike and it was all wobbly and you were trying to find balance and it felt like balance was like this unattainable thing? Anybody remember that? I remember riding a bike and I was like, oh, oh, and I was afraid to go fast. They said, go fast and you'll stay up. I was like, that's crazy talk, <laughs> right? Because I was like, no, that just increases the risk of me dying. And they're like, no, it's okay. I got you. I'm going to hold the back of your bike till you learn to discern balance, right? How did you discern balance? Through constant experience, you discern balance. Now, how would we discern good and evil? Now, here's this interesting thing. Do you guys remember what the tree in the garden was that they weren't supposed to eat of? The, the knowledge of good and evil. But I thought, I thought we weren't. I'm so confused. Stay with me. I submit to you that the right thing at the wrong time is the wrong thing. See, the goal was that Adam and Eve would grow up into the fullness of the image of God. But they, like us, had to grow. Jesus had to grow in grace and with favor with God and man. It's part of life. We grow, right? And so how do we grow? We grow in learning to discern good and evil. How do we do it? I have a question. How do you learn to discern whether an, a, uh, a, um, a, uh, a, um, a, a heating element is on on your stove? <laughs> Anybody discern that accidentally? You know what I'm talking about? Wow! <laughs> what did you decide after that? I'm not, I'm going to hover my hand the next time, right? Why? You learn. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes pain is a teacher, right? Anybody here thought you were hearing the voice of God and you did exactly what you were hearing and the fruit was slightly different? So Jesus, she's the one, right? Yeah, she's the one, right? And your friends are like, I don't, I don't, okay, whatevs. <laughs> Apparently she's not the one, Right? How will you know? You'll discern the fruit. And so here's the deal. What kind of fruit are we talking about? I'm so glad you asked. Flip in your Bibles to Galatians chapter 5 where we have a cheat sheet. I know. Seriously. All right. Why is there a cheat sheet? Because we need one. Galatians chapter 5. I have to do that GE Pepsi Cola thing. All right. Here we go. All right. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. There we go. All right, I can't, <laughs> why do they make the book so small? All right, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Now, the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. All you need is love. Bum, ba, da, da, da. All you need is love, love. All you, yeah, I'm actually, I think out of the, we're running out of, they're in there. They're in the backpack. Masha, by word of the Spirit, put two of these in my backpack this morning. Awesome. 
So all love, right? Love. Anybody got really confused about what love is? What's love? Anyway, so love, right? In the words of Tina Turner. No, no, I honestly, that, that song says a lot because a lot of us are like, oh, oh, what I have known about love does not get through, right? It doesn't, that, that did not help me. All right, love, all right. Love, joy, thank you. I'll let you guys read. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, good job. Good. I, I thank you. I'm running out of there. There we go. All right. Faithfulness, self-control. Okay. All right. Now, why am I doing this? So that's the grid. That's the way you discern good and evil. But anybody here gotten confused? I'll show you. The reason is because there's a false form of every single one of these. Love. Anybody experience its friend? Oh, you know it too. Awesome. Great. See how I tricked y'all? Anyway, moving on. Everybody's like, he's not talking. I mean, I'm thinking theoretically, personally. Okay. Joy has a uh, joy. See if you guys can get joy. Happiness, and I would say euphoria. Let me try. Let me let me show you what euphoria is if you if you don't know. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about? It must be the will of God. <laughs> right? Anyway, all right. How about peace? Apathy, security, and in the words of the great poets, comfortably numb. Numb, comfort, apathy. Yeah, well, there was another one in there. Security. Oh, yeah. Come on. All right. How about patience? <laughs> I'm just waiting for the right thing. Were you going to get off the couch? I figured it would find me. All right. Lazy. Um, I would also put, I would put um, with patience, what? Procra- That's a gift. That's discernment. Quit calling out my stuff. Anyway, all right. What? Any, so I, I would say also with patience here. Anybody here um, been patient with someone way longer than they needed to be? What would you call that? Unsanctified mercy. What else? What? Stupidity. Yeah. Avoidance. I, yeah, yeah. I would go with that. All of that stuff. Lack of boundaries. You know the good stuff. So I'll just put a star there. Anybody here was raised that was a Christian virtue? And, and so they used the word long-suffering. <laughs> and all I heard was, suffer not a fool. All right, moving on. Uh, how, about, how about kindness? Politeness. Uh, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Politeness. What else? Tolerance. That's awesome. PC, flattery. Wow, you guys are good. It's like you've been studying for this one. Awesome. Uh, how, about, how about goodness? But, uh, yeah, uh, it's very similar, right? Oh, now, uh, 
Absolutely. Justification. Oh, yeah. Oh, people. But it's for their good. Man, you guys are good. Wow. Anybody triggered yet? Awesome. Uh, how about gentleness? Ooh, but it's for Jesus. What else? Passivity. Ooh. All right. What about faithfulness? Loyalty. Ooh. <laughs> no, that's a good question. So loyalty says, I am with you no matter what. Blind loyalty, maybe a better, maybe even more so, right? It's this idea that, um, ooh, yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, come on, the holidays are coming up. <laughs> Obligation, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. People pleasing, I love it. Oh my gosh. Wow. You, it's like you've been studying this for years. Awesome. Uh, how about self-control? Legalism. Okay. Asceticism. What else? Uh-huh. Ooh, fake. Yeah. Keeping up appearances again. Uh, social. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Fear. Ooh, fear of failure. Wow. Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All of that anxiety is an attempt to get control to limit the problems in your life. How's that working for you? Um, so so this is the real. This is the counterfeit. Now we're experts at the counterfeit, right? But do you know how you learn to uh, discern, like if you are like, um, in a bank, you know how they teach bank tellers to recognize fake currency? They give them stacks of real currency. Because once you felt the real, honestly, for me, I was uh, 17 and I came into an incredibly healthy church. I was only there for about a year and a half until it became unhealthy and exploded. But that's another issue. Um, but I was... <laughs> But what I want to say with that is I tasted health, and from then on, I stayed out of a lot of bad places. Because I'd walk into a place, I'm like, I don't know what's weird here, but I'm Anybody here, you came into some place, and you're like, this is amazing. It's heaven on earth. Nothing's wrong. Oh, I think I'm going to die. Right? Because, because, but if you learn... To If you experience these and you learn to discern these, these won't be a problem. Do you understand that? If you know what love is, you will not be deluded by lust. You're like, oh, here it goes. So this happened to me. If you guys remember, Al Otto did a course on the financial healing. I don't know. That always sounds weird. Anyway, but um, yes, 
financial peace, I think. I don't know. Anyway, but prosperous soul. There we go. Anyway, and he, and he was talking about how all these things that greed gets you into trouble. And I was like, well, I've never had greed. And then all of a sudden I started to realize, connect the dots, that every bad financial decision I've ever made had this certain flavor to it. <sighs> this is it! This is my golden ticket! <laughs> you obviously have never had that, but just feel for me. Pray for me. And in that moment, I realized something. Literally that week, I had an amazing business opportunity. Unbelievable. Like, triple your money, legit, backed up everything. And I was about to step into it, and God said, taste it. And I went, ooh. But it's so good. I'm good. And sure enough, it blew up. What I want to say is, when we learn the true, we won't be looted by the false. Here's the problem with all of these, is every single one of these come with either evidence or they work in the short term. But in the end, they kill you. So I'll give you an example. Oh, anybody had that? Anybody had the perfect honeymoon relationship like a month and they could do no wrong and they were perfect in every way and then the demon awoke? No, 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 never. Of course not. Hey, no nudging people. We're not a nudging church. Keep looking straight ahead. <laughs> anyway, what I want to say is, is each of these work short term and people will look and say, it works. But works is not a sign of Holy Spirit, is it? What's the sign of the Holy Spirit? It is a supernatural, it's something showing up that doesn't have a natural source. Masha gives a great example of with our daughter when she was about two and had taken all the love Masha will ever have in her entire life and flushed it down the toilet. And Masha said, I have no more love. And God said, who told you that? Because what is one of God's names? And if you have love, Mr. Love on the inside, you can always make a withdrawal. See, your, loves, your love and my love will end. Lust, I'm, gi I'm giving love to get something. But his love knows no end. And so what happens is, the reason I'm saying this right now, and this is where it's about the rubber's going to hit the road. There's a whole bunch of stuff being said in Jesus' name in the atmosphere right now. And there's a lot of people who will point to prophecies or things and they'll say, the prophecy is true because it's accurate. I would submit to you, what's the fruit? In your heart. Don't worry about anybody else. What about yourself? What's the fruit of that word in your heart? Is the word when you hear, ha, 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 we're taking over. <laughs> Die, sucker. <laughs> or is it love? Is it joy? Is it peace? Is it patience? Is it kindness? Is it goodness? Self-control? Say, well, that's unrealistic. If you wanted realistic, what the heck are you doing here? Realistic didn't help, did it? 
we need more than realistic. We need supernatural. And so I would submit to you, anybody here, you were listening to things online and God said, don't. And you did anyway. (laughs) Not me, no. What was the fruit? You lost your peace. You became, let's let's go for this. So, So these fake ones are really obvious. Let's try the antis. Let's do the antis. What's the anti of love? Very good. But it's justified. They're evil. What's the opposite of joy? Depression, despair. There's no hope. We're all going to die. But it's true. The devil told me so. How about peace? Anxiety, turmoil. All right, so I have a question. If you read a prophetic word or you hear something in your spirit and it brings anxiety and turmoil, is that the word of the Lord? But they're true. Listen, the right word at the wrong time is the wrong word. And I would submit to you many of the words that I have seen have actually been coming out of an Old Testament mindset. Just going to leave that out there. What about, what, what, is the, what is the negative? What's the opposite of patience? Impulsive. It feels right. How about kindness? Meanness. Mean girls. Bully. But you scare me, and so I'm going to bully you so I feel safe. Our lives are hidden with Christ in God. Either that or that. Goodness. What's the opposite of goodness? Badness, evil. I'm bad, I'm bad. Okay. um, Y'all can't handle that. That's over there. Anyway, (laughs) I don't know where, but it's over there. All right. What about gentleness? Harsh. Masha has said this about, she's uh, shared about this, about when I have an edge, it doesn't matter if it's true. People going to die. <laughs> it's the word of the Lord. Thank you. I'll take that home. Faithfulness. Hopelessness, what? Flighty, yes. Flighty and hopeless. I love it. Huh? Fickle. So, guys, I'm just going to say something really rude really quickly. Um, Just to demonstrate. No, no, no. No, guys, listen to me. Listen to me. This is really a big deal. There's a lot of people out there giving prophetic words, and they're harping about how they're correct and they're accurate. What about all the rest of their words? What about all the other words they gave that didn't come true, and they deleted off their pages? Fickle. We have this tendency to like what we like and ignore what we don't. That's fickle. How about self-control? What's the opposite of self-control? Huh? Indulgence? What? Compulsive? I heard something else. Reckless? Controlling. That's my favorite. (laughs) Controlling and reckless. I love that. 
Because, see, I'm only going to feel safe when I can control you. Anybody found that to be uh, helpful? And then you, ha- and, and you were actually good at it, and then you had children? <laughs> and your ability to control them stopped while they were still in utero? <laughs> Go to sleep. Kick, 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 right? And it's all downhill from there. What I want to say is, if we know the true fruit, we will not be distracted or deluded or drawn off course by the negative or the fake. Because I've I've had several conversations. Many people have sent me videos since COVID began. At one point, I was getting 10 to 12 a day. And every time a video would come up, I'd go, God, can I watch that? He said, no, that's above your weight class. (laughs) It's not to say it wasn't true. It would just have taken me to hell. Does that make sense? So here's the reality is only to the degree you are aware of the kingdom of heaven can you bring his rule and reign to bear on the earth. It doesn't matter if you're right. If you're partnering with hell, you're only bringing hell. This is why the radical left and the radical right have the exact same spirit of domination and control. Fear and paranoia. Because they're all out of this kingdom. But we're out of a different kingdom. And I'll tell you all the time, Masha, we'll sit with this. And I try to take Masha to hell because it's a spiritual gift of mine. You know, we'll be talking. I'll be like, you know what the problem is. And she just refuses to go to hell with me. What's wrong with that? I thought we were one flesh. Um, And in that moment, what I realized in that moment is it doesn't matter that I'm right in my diagnosis. It doesn't matter that I'm right. If I'm not righteous, it doesn't matter. And righteousness is evident by the fruit. And so oftentimes the Lord's like, you can't say, like I've had a message, guys, you don't understand. I have a message. It's amazing. I have had a message about politics for four months. I've been brewing on it. And every time I'm like, oh, they need this. Oh, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it. They go, mm-mm. And God goes, mm-mm, you can't. You can't. He says, you just can't because you won't do it. There will be no love. But they need to hear it. They won't survive. <laughs> Why? Because it was, it's like, if you really want to give that message, if you really believe that's the message I want to give through you, then you'll do the work on your heart to root out everything that doesn't look like this. Then the world will listen. Why? Because they'll recognize another kingdom. There's 43 versions of this out there. 43,000 versions. 43 million. There's only one of these. And when people recognize, all of these are, re, are just rehashing um, the same thing. But when people experience this, it was interesting. I, I heard this fascinating thing. Uh, this Nigerian prince um, married uh, this girl he just met on the, the street. And you know what he said was the biggest thing that drew him to her? Yeah. He saw a kindness he had never seen before. See, when people see something they've never seen before, they'll ask questions for which there's only one answer. 
So I would just submit this. This is literally elementary school. Everything after this, everything after this. If you don't get this, anybody here, like you missed algebra, like you really just didn't get it. Like they were like, show your work. And I'm like, X plus two equals four, X is two, duh. And then later on, because you didn't learn algebra, you were totally messed for math later on. If we don't get this, everything else is pointless. Jesus, Paul put it another way. It doesn't matter if I have prophecy and I can have all wisdom and knowledge. If I don't have, what's the point? What is the point? I would submit to you at any point, if we fail this test in our hearts, stop. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Go to jail. Sit it out before you do something stupid. And then we will have the answer to give a world that is dying. The world needs us to arise. But until we have this, we need to shut up and sit down. Listen, it doesn't take that long. I've had several times where I'm like, I'm, I'm like ready to bring it. And God's like, shut up and sit down. I'm like. <laughs> and in 30 seconds, this is now my heart. It doesn't take a light years. How long, when you plug in a, a plug into a light switch, how long does it take into a light socket? How long does it take for the power to reach the lamp? God is greater than electricity and, and light. He created light. Anybody here had an encounter with God and people are like, tell me about it. And it takes 45 minutes to tell them what happened in a millisecond. He can do it. But a lot of times we're like, no, it has to be done now. The impulsiveness, the need to do it now keeps us from disengaging, going to jail, working it out, and coming back with the answer that will help a dying world. I don't know. Is that helpful? Okay. So I would just say this. It's not complicated. Use this as your sieve, as your filter. You know, forget about the, you know, if it is kind, if it is true. There's a lot of true things that <laughs> use this as our filter for what comes out of our hearts and the world will ask the reason for the hope that we have. If we can have the worship team come up, <clears throat> come on, Jesus. I, I fairly got to believe that if you're not half as convicted as I am, I stand before you in desperate need of this more than y'all. But the answer is really simple. Jesus, not my way, but your way. Not my way, not my will, not my whatever. Yours, mine's not working, yours. Lord, I just ask right now that you would just, if some of us are feeling overwhelmed by how much of the right side is in our hearts, that we would recognize that the flood of your blood, the flood of your spirit flowing through us will wash all that away in a moment if we will just say yes to you. Right now, just join me. Say, Jesus, I say yes to you. Forgive me for all the ways I've said yes to the world. And I say yes to your spirit. And I ask you to place in my heart a filter for the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.
Let's stand.